Get your ass fucking killed by Papa. <laughs> Papa will shoot your ass, man. My Papa's got a Nazi rifle. <laughs> Snap you from 500 yards out. <laughs> got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. I love this song. <laughs> See how far you make it now. All right, guys, we had to make that the intro. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the BS Report. And as you heard, if you're paying attention, uh, who the hell's sitting across the table from me again? Yeah, it's me, Parker. Parker. He's back. back. He is back <laughs> in the saddle. And we had to start the show off with, I guess, the left is calling a controversial song, Parker. The, the Jason Aldean uh you know, try that in a small town or whatever it's called, dude. What a, it's just a pro-America song that says you may can get away with that in a liberal city, but if you come to the rural America, you're getting a mud hole stomped. Yeah, in your it's, ass. Ba- it's basically a you know f around and find out. It's literally FAFO. It's literally <laughs> FAFO. Well, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, we've got we got a ton to cover, guys. Mostly uh, not a whole lot of sports going on. It's kind of super dead, yeah. Honestly, after the finals, so really well. Okay, did you see Lane Kiffin that looked like a crackhead at the yeah, SEC? What was it that he said again? He, he I don't really think he I don't know what he said, but like he looked like his hair was all messed up. It looked like he was like on the. It looked like he was on day. Oh seven. no, I saw him. Yeah, he, he, dude, he looked like ass. Yeah, he needs a haircut. He's like, I, I'm not representing a multi-billion-dollar university, <laughs> <laughs> dude. What a but piece no, of shit, he was dude. calling. Um, I can't remember who it was, but he was calling somebody hypocrites. Like, oh, but probably, yeah, it was stuff that he literally that ducked. he did. Yeah, like, didn't he get run out of Tennessee? He left like in the middle of the night because like, he thought he would get like. Yeah, like, he left, told no one. Like, he, like wow. no one knew he was leaving. We're cracking open a cold one. So, what you drinking tonight, buddy? Oh, I got a Twisted Tea that uh, I stole out your fridge. <laughs> Sponsored by Candace, Twisted Tea. Get your buzz on the Southern way. That should be the same. Yeah, I like them. They're good. I'm drinking Coors Light, as always. The last bastion of freedom in the, uh, in the beer world, it seems like. Coors, the Rocky Mountain nectar of the gods when the mountains are blue. Drink that shit, Silver Bullets. It's America. They haven't come out. Now, there may be people in the Coors Light that think that way but at least they haven't publicly shamed you for being american would you say that they're like definitely your go-to now like if you just need like if you like want to down some beers you get some cheap kind of beers yes. you know what i mean when we were playing yeah, beer that's pong. How I, I, I love them they're better i wish i would have like honestly yeah. i wish i would have switched to them like earlier. yeah i mean I, I liked bush because they partnered with me on ig and they sent me some stuff but honestly i had to like make myself drink them coors light is what i actually started out drinking as beer yeah, a long time ago. Like something about them when they're you know like when you're thirsty and they're super cold and you chug one, oof, they're good. Tell them about how we played beer pong with our grandmother. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did she make she made a couple shots, didn't she? She so or did she not? So our grandma, shout out to Brenda Harris. Uh, she played basketball. Now this is going to date her, but I won't tell you how old she is. She played basketball back in the day when they didn't have a three point line. 
So back yeah. in, back in her high school years, she she claims, which I do believe her, because Mel's a baller. She most of her shots she took from the perimeter would have been three points today. So she's kind of mad. She yeah, she she's like a Steph Curry, <laughs> but like back in the day. Now no, she wasn't shooting into a peach basket or some shit like that. But she, like, but she actually was balling. They went to the state finals. Actually, I think they got knocked out in the first round. Didn't they play half court back then too? Yeah, they only played half court. Yeah, yeah. Which that's kind of that like kind of interesting. That's like street ball rules. Yeah. And have you ever seen the? Well, I'm, I'm gonna let you continue. I was about no, to no. Go, go ahead. Else. Go ahead. What'd you have? So every summer. Um, What's his name? Um, oh, what's his name? It's like the rapper. Um, is I not Ice T? Oh, it's Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube. He yeah. has a league. Yeah, have you ever seen the Big Three? It's no, Big no, Three. It, dude. The NBA hates him. Yeah, but I'm saying it's actually really fun to watch because uh, they'll have like a dude out there who's like 50. What? But like he's a baller. So they play half court. So, but like because it's half court, like you can be like older and like totally oh. playing it because they don't have to run up yeah. and down the whole court. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like retired NBA guys kind of. Yeah, and what's what's cool about it is uh, they allow like it's like old school basketball rules, like the, the hand oh. like hand hand checking is legal. That's um, dope. That's dope. Yeah, and so what they do is like the first team that gets twenty five points. That's halftime. Oh. And then the first team to 50 points, like, wins the game. Wow. And it's, like, 14-second shot clock. And so, like, it's actually, like, really fun to watch. Damn. And uh, – They go to, like, big cities, right? Like, Memphis, Atlanta, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. And so um, – Like, where basketball culture is pretty relevant. But, yeah, the, the roster will literally be, like, a six-man team because it's wow. three on three. Damn. And so there's like a team that has uh, Joe Johnson on it, who he was like an all star, like one of the best Atlanta Hawks players ever. But he's probably like, he's probably about like 40 right mm -hmm. now. But dude, he will be like balling in this league. He's a monster. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to watch. Man. Ice Cube, they had him on the Pat McAfee show this week. I watched it. Uh, on, I can't remember whatever episode that was, but. Ice Cube was like, it's not like these guys, like if they're if they're retired NBA guys, it's like they're not playing for money. They're playing to prove that they still got talent. Yeah. So it's like actually, it's almost like if you take them back to when they were in college and they just played because they were trying to prove they were good. Yeah, but they're you know? but they're not all they're not all old. Like the guy who was like the MVP of the league is like this dude who he plays like pro ball in Europe somewhere. Oh. And he's like young like there are definitely like younger like wow. players out there. It's not like What all. if like what if like uh what's that the white guy, blonde hair, that played with Jordan in the dance, but he was like he wasn't like the main guy. Oh, you're talking about like Steve S Kerr? Steve Kerr or like kid uh my God, the bald head guy in the NBA is fire got a goatee. He's a coach now. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, yeah. <laughs> what, what if like Jason Kidd, like see, see Parker's more in in depth with NBA. I'd rather have my eyes plucked out with a hot needle than watch NBA basketball. Listen, like, I I will watch. <laughs> I I love playoff NBA. It's so much fun. Oh, because it actually means you know it means something. Because it's like yeah. you know those playoff teams. You got like the stars and like the raw teams. Yeah. Like, when you see like LeBron and his team battling like. It's the pretty warriors cool. or something and I, stuff. I, I will say it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? You see yeah. them going like back and forth. I love watching. Like, what that. about that crazy series with the Celtics and shit? Almost coming back and stuff. That was nuts. Yeah, but I'm telling you, like every year is like it's fire. But dude, if you like like oh, March Madness, is like even better than that. I we think. bet on that. Remember, we went no Harris and was betting. I don't on think that. it was March Madness though. I think it was just random college games. 
I'm trying to remember. They were in some kind of tournament. I think it was the it was the we were watching that was like the conference championship week. I think me and like Parker before the tournament. Me and Parker went to Cherokee O'Hara's up there, <laughs> and we we went zero for three for sports bets because we were like we were taking stupid. We were doing dumb stuff. We should have just took the money line. Yeah, we should have just money line picked teams, but we were betting like unders and stuff like that. And like when the game was half over, we're like, oh, we know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Sports bets will get your ass every time. All right, let's dive into some politics, guys. I was getting to the. There's a. To to say that there's some bullshit we're going to cover is an understatement. Like there's been so much stuff that's broke loose the last couple of weeks and since Parker's been out. But man, okay, so the first thing, Parker, the federal court, DOJ, has ordered uh, Trump, the document case, all that bullshit from Mar-a-Lago where they said that he could have uh, classified documents when in actually every retired president has had those. But, of course, it's Trump, so they're going to go after him like a witch hunt. They said they, uh, they, they have officially declared the court date for May of 24, and, and also it's going to drag out through December, which actually, what is which that? Which is per- the election. Yeah, which is the perfect which timing. We all knew that's exactly what they God, were going to do. You so know? freaking. That's all it is. They just want to have something they can drag him with during the election. You Dude, know? Yeah. Like, okay, so is there a statute that we know of where a candidate can be under investigation but still run? Is that? Fact, yeah. Fact like, check that. See if that's a thing. Um. Because I didn't even I'm think saying, about that. I'm pretty sure until they literally charge him and he's like in jail that he could be president. Like literally. Oh, really? I think. Well, because he's not convicted though. Right. Wait. What? What should I even search? I don't even know. Search up uh, presidential candidate under investigation can still legally run for president. Just type that all in. See if that if that Google knows. Of course, Google's fucking woke too. Also, guys, you guys listen out there in podcast land. Before we get too deep out in there, just a uh, discretionary, uh, expletive, uh, viewer discretion advised warning. If you got some young listeners or whatever, this is a mature podcast where we're talking about adult uh, concepts, politics, conspiracies, sports news, and uh, bullshit. So if you've got any young listeners, reroute them back to some of the hunting uh, content because they'll actually learn something from there. You may not learn. You may get actually stupider by listening to me and Parker talk about it. But no, this, seriously, this is not for young listeners. Uh, Parker, go ahead. What'd you find? All right. So there is nothing in the Constitution that prevents someone who has been charged or convicted from Ooh. serving. So literally. What's the point of that then? Dude. So here's what the point is. Yeah. Literally, like in this case, like if the government is literally like trying to do something like this, they are like he could literally still be president if he was like in jail. What, like, yeah, but they'll probably make some rule where he can't, though. Oh, yeah, I'm saying, dude, there's no telling what all is gonna happen, dude. You know who's running an ass campaign right now, though, which is fucking terrible, which is actually. Uh, I've got I know P- who you're gonna say. I've got PBD podcast in the background. If you guys haven't plugged yourself into the Patrick Bet David podcast, he is literally like that's where I get most of my news now. He interviews the most up to date, and he he does lean uh, Republican ish like conservative, but he doesn't shove it down people's throats. Like right now, there's he's he's interviewing Andy Weiner in the background, one of the guys that stood up for the Clintons and. He's absolutely tearing him into an asshole. But, no, it's a great podcast. But what I was saying is uh, he, he was saying that DeSantis doesn't have a, a product 
problem. Like his product, like people like him as a governor, but he has a marketing problem. Yeah. Like his campaign. He has a bad team or His something. campaign is fucking awful. Yeah, his team's trash, like, I think. Okay, so if you were like the most successful governor in America that handled COVID like a absolute fucking boss – and you launched a book. You would think, like, that book would be viral, right? Yeah. Well, it bombed, dude, because, like, he just, like, he just launched saying, it But I'm saying, do wrong. you know what it is? What? What it is is that Democrats, so 50%, you know, you know, roughly, you know. Yeah. All those people automatically hate him or, like, of you know, screw Ron DeSantis. Yeah. And then. Ron DeSanctimonious. Like, all the people who are, you know, on the Trump train. They're not going to like him because he stabbed Trump in the back of course just so. by running. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you have that other candidate. You know that Vivek uh, Ramaswamy or whatever his name is? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying he, if you ever listen to him, like he is a really good candidate. Really? Yeah. I haven't listened to him at and, all. And uh, Trump actually like really likes him. Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking that um, Trump like may pick him Ooh, to be like his, his, his running mate. mate. Yeah, dude. You, you, but you know who like I would love to see as running mate, which he's running for his own primary right now. But you know what I mean? It's like nobody in any of those camps like Ron DeSantis. It's like the only people that like DeSantis are like the for, people Floridians. who. Yeah, like I I don't know. Can you guess who I want to see as Trump's vice? Yeah, I think um, Robert, you were telling me Robert other, F. Kennedy. Dude. Yeah, dude, RFK Jr. I I actually like him a lot. I really, I'm telling you, the more I listen to him, I really like him too. If he won as a Democrat, I actually would not even be mad about it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad Some either. Some of his because, policies uh, are kind of like you know, I don't agree with all of his policies, but like he's like a true, not crazy far left. He's an actual Democrat. Yeah, yeah. I I genuinely believe that like they will not let him be the democrat candidate what if they try to kill him like his uncle they very well might holy shit i'm saying are you kidding me i'm saying the government the government killed his dad and his uncle for not being corrupt you know what i mean and and also jfk like literally peeked into the background of what the globalist was trying to do way back then like back in the what was that the sixties like Vietnam? But I'm saying yeah, like they're always trying to start wars and you know what I mean. This like the military industrial complex and all that. It's a very real thing, you know. Ask not what you could do for your country, <laughs> dude. I love JFK. <laughs> oh, speaking of JFK, guess what the hell we were just talking about before the podcast? Guess what? I don't know if you guys out there listening even like to play like first person shooters or video games, but. If you grew up in the era of, like, the early 2000s, like me and Parker did, like, dude, Call of Duty was king. Also, Black Ops. Black Ops, the game, came out in, like, 2000, like, what, 12 or 13? Probably, like, no, probably, like, 2008 what? or 9 or something like that. Fact, fact check that real quick. So, right. Black Ops, if you guys follow that, we're not just, we're not trying to say we're video game crazy, but if you, like... Vietnam, multiplayer, zombies, whatever. They actually relaunched the lobbies for Black Ops. So it came out, again, re-released. So if you have an Xbox 360, you can play Black Ops on Xbox One, Xbox, whatever the newest one is. It's backwards compatible, but you can also get into the live lobbies again, which I shamelessly, I did, Parker already knows this, I ordered a $8.99 copy (laughs) of Black Ops because I literally sold all my shit. You know, I'm not going to sit around and play... Video games. I'm 31 years old, but for just for the pure nostalgia of it, and to get in a live lobby again, dude, that's gonna be oh yeah, it's fucking beautiful. sick. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So, but no, dude, it came out in 2010. 
when I graduated high school. Yeah. That's why I like it so much. I was like, dude, it was it's so great. It is. It's so great. It really is. I like any video. Okay, video games hit me in the soul when like it's based off a real American war. And you can go in and play with like real historical accurate weapons and like the the campaign is like yeah, badass. Yeah, I, I hate all the future stuff. Like when they started getting They lost the me when they're flying and shit. Jet, yeah, I hate that. They lost it's me there. Yeah, stupid. but but Black Ops like is so fucking Yeah, sick. The, like the campaign choppers. the campaign is probably the best one they've ever made. Viet Cong, AKs, Hueys, like Getting dropped in a hot LZ in the jungle and shit hitting you in the ass. That shit's badass, dude. I love <laughs> napalm. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. That's a fucking great movie. Have you seen that? Or, uh, oh, uh, oh, what's my, that movie called? Oh my God, I've seen dude. it. No, Ar- oh my God. It's not called Armageddon, is it? Not Armageddon. Oh, no, what's uh, Christ, dude. That's going to drive me crazy. Look it up. Just look it up. You're the fact I don't know what to look up. Just look up. Uh, I, love look this, up. I love the smell uh, of napalm in the morning. People listen to this podcast are like screaming at their radio. Yeah. Or their headphones like, I don't know. Why it's I can't this. It's it. this. Yeah, we can't figure it out. That's uh, Platoon, isn't no, it? No, no, no. no, no, that's, no that's, got that's, that's got Charlie Sheen. That's got Charlie Sheen. This one has Charlie Sheen's dad in it as the guy from Delta that sneaks up the river and kills that American uh, general that's gone ape off the reserve. It's got such a great story, dude. Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. That movie's crazy. Okay, guys. Don't have an aneurysm. I'm sorry. We, like, lost our mind for a minute. Let me continue to lose my mind, though. Dude, (laughs) do you know what movie I saw today? What? So, you know, I'm chilling. I'm like, I'm on Netflix. I'm like, have you seen Heat? It came out in 1995. It's yeah. got Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. That's a great movie. Dude, I had never seen that whole movie. Are you I'd never me? seen it. What? Bro, I finished this movie. I'm like, this is like one of the best damn movies <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> You've never heard of bro, it? Bro, bro, every... <laughs> let me tell you about this movie. Every man, woman, and child in the movie <laughs> is like the biggest movie star you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's crazy. You've never heard of that? No, I, like, I had passed it on Netflix and oh, stuff like that. You're like, oh, this is like an old fucking movie. Fuck yeah. This. And so, anyway, dude, I ended up watching Almighty. it. Bro, do you like that movie? Yes, it's a oh classic. Oh, my God, it's so good, dude. It's so good. It's way too good. And also, Parker is proud to announce that he watched the first and second of what this this week oh yeah the guardian daniel daniel's been hounding me to watch the guardians of the galaxy if you don't like marvel it's actually like it actually doesn't remind me of a marvel movie it's more like a star wars movie or but like a really funny like yeah cool because chris pratt's it chris pratt's a fucking monster anyway we're gonna get off this shit so guys (laughs) if you haven't already we are doing a long range rifle build which parker will be with me on the grand finale we're going to this mile long range in spencer tennessee to finish it but we got a savage 110 carbon tactical and a 6.5 creedmoor with some burris glass custom mounts muzzle brake it's going to be freaking ridiculous but i can't get that wait to get that started we're waiting for the glass right now but if you guys haven't already i'm going to give you a plug right here mojo buck productions go check out the youtube channel subscribe you don't want to miss it parker's on there we turkey hunt we got a lot of good content waterfowl stuff deer hunting how to's gear reviews, all that shit. Go check it out. Get subbed and stay tuned for the long range finale. It's going to be freaking fire. Back to the podcast, guys. So this has been really something that I'm going to skip to this because I really want to talk about this. Have you even like scratched the surface of all of the UFO shit that's come out in the last month, dude? It's blown my fucking mind, Parker. And it makes me sound crazy to talk about it. I'm saying... Have you heard any of it? 
I mean, like a, a little bit. But the thing, I sent your mom the link to the YouTube video. But I'm saying it's something that, like, I don't like to try and, like, go down the rabbit hole of because, because like, you never know, like, what all is fake or, like, you yeah. know. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? But see, okay, so people say that, but... They have this, this thing has a timeline on it. This guy named, Do- okay, if you guys aren't up to speed on this, and Parker's not either, so Dr. Greer, if you Google him or, like, YouTube him at all, he has literally been, like, he has briefed presidents, like, all the way back to the Clinton era, like Bill Clinton, and uh, he has been the expert on, it's basically black budget stuff. So there's a giant budget in Congress, like, say they, say back in Clinton's era in the 90s, like, they, they had $5 billion. Well, $2.3 billion of it would go to this other off-the-reservation type blacklist-type shit, like out in the Mojave Desert, Area 51, California, whatever, wherever these bases were. And Clinton was like, hey, you know, the fuck is that? Like, I need to find out where this is going. So Dr. Greer was like actually like an engineer. He's actually a full-blown doctor, first of all. But he got into this because he's like an engineer and a doctor. But he's read into all this like secret shit. So he was in the Oval Office with Clinton and Clinton was like, yo, I'm trying to find out where all this black budget shit's going to, you know, why he's banging Monica Lewinsky. Anyway, <laughs> so the Oval Office phone rings while he's in there. He's about to, like, brief the president at the time what's going on. And it's literally George Herbert Walker Bush, George Bush, his dad. Yeah, George Bush Sr. He literally was like, like, uh, cause, so Dr. Greer can't hear the conversation, but Clinton goes, okay, cool. Okay, I'm good. Bye. Dr. Greer's like, what literally the fuck was that? He's like, I was told to, I was told to butt out. I don't even know about it. Like, that's literally what the president was told at the time. So it's shit off the record that the president doesn't know about. And if you if you guys haven't heard about the Sean Ryan show, the Dr. Greer interview, this came out not even a week ago. It's got like five or six million views, Parker, in a week. And it's really interesting because he goes down into, like, okay, so these whistleblowers are, are able to legally come out now, and it has a timeline of six months before the federal government shuts all this research down. Yeah. So they're trying to make all this technology that they've had. He has a documentary called The Lost Century where literally they have a technology that they found from, I don't know what, aliens, UFOs, whatever. They've got technology that they found from Lockheed Martin, uh, this company called Raytheon, Skunk Works, all this secret shit that's been around for a hundred years, and it can power a whole house fit in a coffee cup. It's how small it is. Like whatever this whatever this device is, it pulls energy from the like from the air. Like it doesn't need anything. It pulls energy from the air and makes it into energy, and it can power your whole house. And it fits in a coffee cup. They've had shit like that. For a hundred fucking years, dude, and they won't release it. They probably still don't even know what it is. No, they know what it is. They use it for shit all the time. But see, like, if they release that... But I'm saying, like... Think I, about it. Think about it. If they released it, you wouldn't need the coal power grid. No, you wouldn't need I, electricity. You wouldn't need solar. No, I understand that. But I'm saying, like, there's no way that you could know that, like, this guy is, like, totally, like... He's literally the been there, though. But, like, what's crazy but is, I like... I hear you. Okay, so, like, these contractors... I'll tell you a crazy story. So, these contractors that were in charge of whether they're building the infrastructure, the roads, or maybe they've worked on a project like this in Lockheed Martin, like, or wherever these crazy secret projects are, they have a legal pathway now to come out and say, hey, I didn't know what I was working on at the time, 
but I saw like an alien spaceship floating and like I touched it. Like it's like legit stuff. And they're illegally, I mean, not illegal. That's they're, crazy. They're legally able to come out. So what's crazy though is his theory is back in the 70s, 50s and 60s and 70s when like people were claiming, you know, I've been abducted by aliens and they killed my brother. So supposedly those, I'm using quotes here, you can't see, but spacecraft were not actual from outer space. They were man-made copies of what they had captured. Yeah. And they were using that as like a cover-up to go kill people. And like no one would believe them, right? Because if I told you like, dude, I got abducted by aliens and I woke up naked in a hayfield, I'm missing a leg and shit, you would be like, no, dude, you just, you're on like some PCP or some yeah. shit. You're crazy. So no, I mean, no one's going to, the police are not going to believe you. And it's the perfect cover up to like kill people and shit or sex traffic or whatever the hell they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just mean like, I don't know, man. Let me, okay, let me, let me back this shit up. Let me see if I can find some, some clips, dude. It, I'm telling you guys, if you don't believe me, and I know I sound like a batshit crazy guy, it's, it's not go that watch the podcast. It's not that it's I don't believe nuts. you. It's just like on this particular subject, I'm very skeptical of like anything that I hear. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you something crazy. So later on in this documentary, or not documentary, but okay. So Dr. Greer was on the Sean Ryan show. That 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 episode blew the fuck up. He's had a three part series of whistleblowers that's came out from different things. Like the one I'm about to talk about, he was a, just a special forces soldier at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So he was a special forces soldier. His dad was a contractor. So his dad like got all these cool jobs. Like if okay, so say the. Say the seventh group of special forces needed a range bill, like a, like a shoot house. He would literally get the contract to go on base and build this fake house they could shoot in and practice. Yeah. So in this guy's off time, he would get leave and help his dad just as like a worker because he was like a third owner of this company. Well, they go down into this range called Range 19, wherever that's at, on a fucking in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. They go in this thing, and all they have is a, is a notebook like I have here, a tape measure, and a pencil. And they go down into this like one story down in the in the in the ground wherever this is at, and they see like a floating one piece metal ship, like like what you would see like off Guardians of the Galaxy or it was like some fucking movie. Yeah. And they're literally staring at it, and the guy's like, "Wow, that's kind of fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck is it?" And he said it had like an energy, like it was humming, like, mm, and it was floating. Yeah, and he was like, "That's kind of wow, you know." That's what what the fuck would you? Say? I mean, you can't even. I don't even have words what I would say. So there's these two escorts from Delta, which is like super high up special forces black ops shit, like legit black ops. They take them to another room like that never happened. So they're in there. His dad's measuring. They're like, "Yeah, I can do it. I need this many materials." Blah blah. blah. They leave. They come back out the same way. They said the time they were in there measuring to the when they came back out the same way was about thirty minutes. Within that thirty minutes. That fucking ship was gone. Never made a sound. It was just fucking gone. Like, he went from floating, a spaceship hovering, making a noise, to gone. They didn't hear shit. So they, they Wait, get, but, like, it was, like, in a room or something? It was underground. It was underground, and they don't know how... Like, they, they, didn't, they were... It was like somebody walks you through, like, a gymnasium. You see something crazy, and you just keep on walking. Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you don't know the inner workings of that shit. Yeah. So they walked back to that same room, didn't see a fucking thing is gone. They get all the way driven back to where their cars were, where they parked out at this military base. And these two guys that were in Delta supposedly say, hey, here's a non-disclosure. We need you both to sign this, like an NDA. Like, you, you can't talk about this shit. They both look at them like, you know, fuck you guys. We, we work with you all the time. We're not signing that jokingly. So they leave. They leave the base, didn't sign the non-disclosure. His dad or him signed it, didn't sign it. 
they lived in Kentucky back in the sticks. His dad had this giant compound with like a gravel lot where he posted all these uh, construction materials or whatever because he owned a construction business. They get to that, that parking lot. Hey, can you bring Parker another Twisted Tea, man? Candace is in here giving us a beer run while we're talking about fucking UFOs and shit. So they they get back to this construction site. All of his dad's multi-million dollar equipment is gone. This is 24 hours later. All this equipment's gone. His dad's house was parked on this same compound. His dad's front door to his to his like personal like residence was kicked in, and his whole house was ransacked and everything was out of it. This is 24 hours later after they did the non-disclosure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, of the sign. Yeah. So he looked you at. You said less than 24 hours after that? Less than 24 hours. So this guy, I'm not going to say this guy. Why wouldn't they sign it, though? Because they were like, we do this contract work all the time. And the other guy was in Special Forces. He was like, like, no one discussed what they saw. Like, but they both were like, we just saw a fucking spaceship or something. Yeah. They didn't even know how to describe it, but they didn't say anything. And they're like, wait, I'm sorry. Were they in like Area 51 or something? No, they were in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Like, that's oh. a, a military base. Oh, okay. And there's ranges all over the in the base. Okay. So, like, they had been there before, but they had never been to this range. I didn't know it was underground. So, they get back to this compound. All his shit's gone. His dad's house has been ransacked. He looks at his dad as like, Dad, like, I don't even know. Like, they didn't have words. Well, his dad said, don't effing talk to me ever again. Like, he, this was his only son. Like, yeah. he, he pretty much, like, wrote him off. Like, so they, they don't talk. Because uh, he was just, like, he's into such crazy, like, stuff. Like, it literally ruined his dad. Like, it ruined his dad. Like, it, his whole business he built, like, his empire gone in 24 hours. That's so, crazy. So, this guy. Because they went after, like, everything they had type of deal? They literally were just, like, we're, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what happened, but they, they took all their shit. Like run their business, yeah. For for uh, for what happened, so that's not even the crazy part. So here's where it gets really crazy, and you guys can go watch this on the Sean Ryan show. This is part two of the whistleblower. This is a guy that's came out legally that has a lawyer team behind him with this like affidavit. He signed it like this. Fucking happened to this guy. This poor guy. So months later, his dad just like randomly. He said his dad was like six five, two fifty. Like a construction manager guy, like he's he's a he's in great shape. Like works outside all the time, probably you know does lifting and shit. Whatever. His dad comes down with this crazy cancer, like from head to toe, like ate up, infested with this crazy cancer. These doctors call the son in and say, "Dude, listen, your dad's like dying. I know you hadn't talked to him in a while. He's dying. He's got cancer." And his, and his son's like, "Dude, how the fuck does he have cancer? Like this dude's crazy healthy." Anyway, that's whether that's a coincidence or not, I don't know. But like they gave it to him. Well, see, that's what the, he doesn't fucking know. So he shows up to the hospital. His his dad can barely talk. He's got like chemo scars on his face. He said he looked fucking terrible. He said he walked by his his, his uh the son walked by the hospital room three times because he didn't recognize his dad laying there. He'd lost so much weight. He went from like two fifty two seventy five to like one one twenty. Like he he was he was. Wilting away. Anyway, he goes up to his dad. He's like, hey, dad, listen, we're square. I don't have no hard feelings against you. Whatever happened, happened. I love you. We're good. His dad literally looks up at him, passes away. Gone. So that happens to this poor guy. This guy goes on to do a standard jump. When you're in special forces, you have to do jumps, just like a policeman has to fire his gun so many times to qualify for his, his gun. Well, special forces guys have to do jumps over and over to qualify. Anyway, he's at this same base, North Carolina, Fort Bragg. He's doing a jump. 
he is doing a static line jump where they're standing in an airplane and they have to hook up to this line to jump out. You know, not a specialized jump. My I dad, know, I know what you mean. My, my dad did this in the yeah, army. Yeah, I know what you mean. So he's about to shuffle out the door. The jump master has his hand on his shoulder. This guy gets out of line, comes up next to him and winks at him. And guess who the fuck it is? One of those escort guys that he saw like five years earlier. And he jumps in front of him, and he's not supposed to do that. Because if you jumped in front of him, his static line wrapped around the back of his head and shoved him out of an airplane, like head first, and his chute deployed. Like it was so, then it was supposed to be like an assassination attempt because he he blew out of the airplane. His chute was already deployed, and it starts like it's kind of open, but not all the way open. I know how you're talking about. And the technical term for it, like in the military, is called burning in. Like if you like. Your parachute's halfway open, halfway not, but it's kind of holding you up, but you're going in at the but ground. it's not enough to save you. Yeah, you're going really fast. So he hits the ground. He wakes up, Parker, three months later. He fucking survived that. So obviously, if you're in Special Forces, like a Tier 1 operation, you have to be like an athlete. And they like if you're not performing, they don't send you out to combat. So this guy got medically retired because of this injury. So it ruined his career. Yeah. He moves from North Carolina to somewhere in Florida because he's like, hey, I got my big military pension. I'm getting out of here. Fuck this shit. My dad just died. He's just wanting to chill. Yeah. So he moves to Florida. He hasn't even told the VA where his address is for all his benefits to be mailed. Like, no, he said no one knew my new address. So between him getting medically retired, his family falling apart, and him moving to Florida was a span of 10 years. Yeah. 10 years this has gone by. So he saw that guy that tried to kill him 10 years ago. The day he moved in, He's literally carrying a box, like, from the U-Haul to this fucking garage. This dude shows up and rings his doorbell. And guess who the fuck it is? Who? It's the fucking dude that winked at him on the plane. And he had a, he had a card that said, that said, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. You know, just, we're, and he said, we're just thinking about you. Hands him the card. Like, showing him that I could kill you right now. I could like, have killed I know you, where you are. but I can literally touch you anytime I want. Yeah. That's the kind of fucking people that are behind this information, dude. Yeah. Like, crazy, black budget, black op shit. Man, yeah, like, I'm saying... Is that not crazy? Yeah, I'm saying, like, this technology now... Yes. The information that the government has access to is, like, hard to understand but like, he, listen to me if you would watch you know what i mean if you watched a quarter of this shit that i've seen you it's on another level i can't even yeah. explain it like it's such a i can't even explain it let me see if i can find this for you guys i'm gonna see if i can find that parker tell, talk about some sports or some shit oh man sports i hope you guys like golf and tennis and tell uh, me about your golf game what you been improving on uh i'm saying I, I went from barely being able to play to being able to Hit a few pars out there. Dude, Parker's been paring some freaking holes, dude. But, uh, I mean, I'm not good. I just play for fun. What what part of your uh, what part of your golf game have you worked on the most? You, you like the long game or the short game, or what, what do you like the most? I'm saying I feel like the most satisfying thing, mm-hmm. like if, like, the most satisfying thing is if you hit like a – like a pure shot. Yeah, I'm saying if you hit like a pure like long shot with like an iron like onto the green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Like a pitch a wedge like in the green or something? Or you mean like yeah. out, out in the fairway? I'm saying, yeah, like say you're in the fairway and you take out like a four iron and you like 
slap. So you're it talking, hard. you're like 250, 300 out. Something like, well, I mean, not like 300 out. Like 200. Yeah, something like that. Let me see if I can find. Uh, okay, so this is this is a clip from the Sean Ryan show. I just want you to hear this guy. This guy's this guy has resources, sighted material. Like it's not like this dude just showed up as like I've seen a fucking alien. Like it's way more than that, dude. Like it, he has like a legal team that's going after. And the whole point of this whole thing, like why they're coming out now, is his point is like this technology should be open source. Like because if the government has control of it they're going to want to make money off of it. Like, this is stuff that could change the f- civilization as we know it, dude. Yeah, like... Like, they, they have a thing, Parker. I don't even know. I don't know if it's, like, something you sit in or a machine or, like, if I can even grasp how this works. But they said, like, if a soldier gets a limb blown off in combat, like an arm, he can sit in this thing and it grows him a fucking arm. And they've had this for a 100 years. talking about, like... Um, like a pod thing. Like a biopod. I'm saying, yeah, like like in, in Dragon Ball Z when Goku gets in the... <laughs> when Goku's in the... What is it? Something chamber. Yeah, where he like grows like a fucking... Like, it's where he's he's all fucked up. <laughs> and you know what I mean? He's got like hole in him from some blast or something. Yeah. He goes and sits in the tank and he's just asleep. It's, the, it's literally like that probably. Something like Let that. Let me see if I can turn this up. Lockheed Skunk Works. Ben Rich was the head of the Lockheed Skunk Works and acknowledged towards the end of his period there that they had technologies that could, quote, take E.T. home. He also stated there were no private conversations anywhere on the earth, true, mm-hmm. no matter what your encryption you is. And also he said that anything you imagine, we've already done at the Skunk Works. The Skunk Works that would deal with a conventional jet, rocket, ramjet type classified aircraft. I want to make a distinction between the black budget and highly classified, legally overseen projects. There's a guy I'm working with now who literally oversees the black budget of the United (laughs) States. And when he tried to find out, he went out to the Lockheed Skunk Works, he was showing a bunch of these conventional propulsion systems. He was not shown the ones that are the man-made UFOs, that are the electrogravitics, the things that float, boom, 100,000 miles per hour. Did you hear what he just said? They can just like be at a standstill to 100,000 miles an hour. Like, cause they don't use a, they don't use a, a, an engine like we think about, like, you know, a car has an engine, like a, an F-18 but I'm saying, yeah, has an engine. Like, like the propulsion system, like, it's like, we probably don't even understand how it works, you know? But that, that, okay, let me see if, uh, okay, this is a snippet from what the long story, I'm sorry guys, if, if you fucking got bored with that, but that story I just told about that special forces guy, this is him talking you can go see the full interview right now. I know I'm plugging him hard, but the Sean Ryan show, it, it literally changed the way I think about some some shit. Like, it's crazy. Like, whether it's true or not, like, it made me think about, listen to this guy. We had an escort coming from JFK Warfare to meet us and take us to a place called Range 19. They pick us up in a van. We get in the back of it. They take us out about 15 minutes. The van that they had us in, it didn't have any windows. You couldn't see to the front. It was just a cattle car. We get there. As soon as the door opened, it looked like a literal dump. One of the guys looks at my dad, saying to both of us, keep your head down, your eyes on the heels of the man in front of you, or you'll be shot. What exactly were you guys there to do? What he told me was, that we were going down below ground to set up a shoot house. As soon as I looked past them, I could see this giant monolithic slab. The closer we got to it, I could feel this intense vibration. So the closer I got, I was like, well, I got to check this out. So I go down to one knee, faking I got to tie my boots. And then I glance up underneath it, and there's absolutely nothing underneath this damn thing. 
Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, they, like they, there's no way this guy would be on a show with millions of of people to embarrass. Like, he literally says his name, like his full name, on here. Oh, oh, this is a good part. You need to hear this too. This is a. Uh, this is literally about how they tried to kill him, and then we'll kind of get off the UFOs. They gave us a 30-second sign. We're all hooked up and ready to go. Jumpmaster's got his arm up, getting ready to hit me in the back. And then we see shuffling, and I'm only one of 12 guys that I jump with every time. It never deviated, no change. That was my team. A guy from the back shuffles his way to the front, and it's one of the escorts. He is unmistakable. Really? You, you know. At first, it just didn't connect with me. Just gave him a, hey, how you doing? Just winked at me. As soon as that Jumpmaster's arm came up, and the green light's getting ready to go off, no sooner than it hit and I felt his arm coming down I feel something slap me on the side of the face and it was a static line and that man took off out of the aircraft and when he did it snapped my neck and it pulled me out upside down deployed my combat gear long story short at a complete oscillation and I just smacked the ground and I woke up a month later career's over you think that was an assassination attempt I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was I was the first yeah because he saw some shit that's crazy so so me, me and my dad were talking about it uh because he he actually Dad has been stationed at Fort Bragg. Like that's the home of the 82nd Airborne. So when Dad got out of jump school in the 80s, like he got, he was stationed there. So he probably know. Like obviously he doesn't know where this place is, but he's been there. Yeah. So he was like, I think maybe he's heard rumors or something. Well, I mean, like, dude, for them to have had this for a hundred, how how long ago is a hundred years? The 1900s. Yeah, 1923, right? Back when they were still like riding horses to work and shit. In 1923. Yeah. Nah, they had cars. Did they have fucking cars? Hell yeah. What year did the car come out? Hell, that might, they might have had the Model T, but they probably had something. Mr. Mister, Not Mister everybody. F- there were definitely people on horses at that time. Still, yeah. yeah. 1923 was like the Dust Bowl and shit. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I didn't mean to get down a fucking giant-ass green alien rabbit hole. I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm not fucking crazy. Go listen for yourself. Draw your own conclusions. I'm just giving you a heads up. The Sean Ryan Show, the Dr. Greer episode, it's up to like four or five million listens already. It will blow your mind whether it's true or not. You should know at least something about it. It's it's very interesting. But but hey, let me ask you, before we completely get off of this, I just want to ask you one thing. Yeah, I want to hear it. Like, okay, like, say on the news or whatever, yeah. you know, like we find out aliens are real or whatever. And that Daniel's not full of shit. Yeah, I'm saying... <laughs> um. They already have said that, by the way. But did I'm you saying, not, I just miss wanna, that? Yeah, I just want to say, like, personally, like, it doesn't, that, like, if we found that out, like, it wouldn't change how I feel about, like, literally anything. Like, you know what I mean? But what, it, okay, okay, that wouldn't change what you think about. But if you knew that a group of people, not just in the U.S., but globally protected this technology that could have changed your fucking life. No, but I just mean, like, <sighs> I'm just saying, like, if we found out aliens are real, like, tomorrow. But they actually are, though. They already said that. But I'm saying, like, would that, like, I'm saying, you know, there's these people, how they're like, oh, like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, it just ruined their whole brain. And, like, oh, they it just, ruined their they, brain? Like, they can't live in reality. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I'm saying, the like, thing that I would be it doesn't change how I would think about anything the, at all. Okay, but it would change your reality if there was, like, a technology out there where, Say you had cancer and you could just heal it in a in a oh, blink no. of an eye, and that shit's been around for fifty yeah, years. Yeah, no, I do believe that uh, those people should be on trial and murdered for that. Yeah, like, dude, I'm how saying, could you withhold that? I'm saying if you think about how for how long and how many millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, yeah, 
we have contributed to trying to find out literally buddy, 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 every trillions, last trillion to learn every last thing about cancer. Yeah. And they just have no idea how to stop it. They've had the cure for a hundred years. Yeah. They, they make too much money. Off they of weigh way stuff. too much money. And guess what else they make money off of us buying fucking gas. Yeah. Because we have to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally what, but yeah, like what that else? technology you're talking about, you know, if your car runs off of nothing, some, yeah, just air or something. Okay. Another interesting thing that doesn't have to do with so much with aliens, but that gear guy goes into, there's been guys like even in the eighties, there was a guy Parker that made a car that ran off of water. Yeah. And it pulled the hydrogen. It burned and, the hydrogen. And guess out of the what water. the fuck happened to they him? He just him. fucking died. Yeah. They killed And him. guess what happened to the technology? It got shelved. Yeah. So that guy no, said, I've heard all about that. I know exactly. What you're that's not about. coincidence, dude. No, that's, that's no. fucking for real. So they said that Exxon Mobil, BP, uh, all of the Saudi family, like that whole like conglomerate over the oil and shit, they they have people in the U.S. Patent Office that they pay just to be there. So if excuse me, so if they see something pop up, like like and and Greer has told people, he's like, hey man, if you just invented like another water car, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't patent it. I would just open source it. And the thing that the problem with though, like say I came up with a machine that just invented gasoline or whatever. Like I just invented a thing that can run my car and I can, and I made it a power source, a power source that ran my Tacoma with nothing. Yeah. Don't go to the patent office and tell them about it. Just make it open source and you will eventually get, but see, like if I did that, the, the fact that the the human nature is like, you want to make money. I'm going to be a billionaire overnight. And so like, Oh wait, to protect my thing, I have to get a patent because that's what I've been told. But guess what? That'll get you fucking killed. Because they'll kill you somehow. That you'll you'll go on a fishing trip to Michigan and the Loch Ness monster will eat you. No one will see you again. The patent office will rip your patent out and they'll shelve it and no one will see it again. But like That's what happened to the water car guy. Yeah, I'm saying Isn't it hurts your brain? Yeah. It hurts but, my but brain. I'm saying, okay, like, you know, you think about like the oil industry and everything and every yeah. car and every truck or whatever, anything in the world that it runs could, off of oil. It's it, a million different things that it could involve end, oil. It could end overnight. Yeah. But I'm saying this. if you think about how crazy the change is of like, oh, if you want to move literally anything, like yeah. here's a bunch of horses and a carriage or whatever. Oh, and, yeah, of course. You know, that's how you do that. Mm-hmm. So like what we have now. Yeah. It's like that technological difference in the amount of time is crazy it's because like how you're saying like and you know in 1923 like you know a bunch of people were riding horses around or whatever yes it's like by like you know what like 1950 or whatever it's like literally everybody had a car yes you know yeah but like in like when people worry about oil and stuff it's like you're telling me that all like the world's top scientists or whatever they can't figure out an, an alternate to fucking crude, power source crude, crude for oil. anything like you because they can control us with that shit yeah and they literally can control you and here's the thing like you know like i think teslas are cool and all that you know but it's like you're really not helping the environment because it's like no. you're plugging into the electricity at your house yeah and that's hella power that had to get powered by guess what? I'm trying to remember. You know, me. either but you know what I mean? 
The power comes from somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere Something dirty. is having to, you know what I mean? I'll tell you it's something. It's either Pete. oil, it's either coal or, you know, like nuclear or whatever. I'll like, tell you something crazy about the production of like any electric car, whether it's a Toyota, Tesla, uh, whatever the fuck manufactured it is. To make those lithium ion batteries that they're using, have you seen the lithium oh, mines dude, in Africa? You can't. It looks like apocalyptic shit in real life. Yeah, but dude, another thing is like these Teslas and stuff, they can't even dump them in like a normal junkyard. Like you, you can't get rid of them because of those lithium ion like uh, batteries. It can't and, be in the ground. It'll yeah, fuck the ground up. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just a bad. It, now it sounds good and it sounds good to like a dude in the White House or like a, a carpet pushing senator or whatever the fuck. It sounds good to a politician. Yeah. But in reality, it's like it's worse. Yeah, like in in reality, everything is already set up to run off of oil and these other means. Like you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. And it's like I don't think the idea of everybody having an electric car is like a bad idea, but it's like you can't It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good, but it's just like in reality like you can't run the world off of that, no. like you know, no, like it's just not going to happen. You have to have something with a motor to get it there, yeah, a combustion motor. And you know what's crazy is this is getting off the beaten path, but diesel is the most highly regulated form of engine in the world. Anything above seventy-five horsepower has to have all this retardation, like EPA. Federal government death fluid regeneration to make it cleaner. Well, guess what? If you just run like a, a, a diesel Dodge whatever Ram from the 80s that has nothing on it but a fucking diesel engine, a turbo, and a fucking exhaust pipe, and you chug American diesel into that son of a bitch, it's the cleanest burning fucking fuel on the planet, but it's the yeah. most regular. Gasoline burns dirtier than a diesel does. But, yeah, like, and like how you're saying, these engines and everything that we have nowadays. It's old. They, I'm saying, they burn fuel so efficiently. Yeah. That it's crazy. Like, yeah. the technology is insane. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Dude, yeah, but like, think, think about like, if you could go to the store. And if it was open source technology to be cheap, you could buy like you know the you know the battery we built to put in your old motorcycle. Yeah. Say you bought like a square that was that big, you paid eighty five dollars for it. You come home and plug it into the grid in your house, and you literally do nothing else to the rest of your life for your house. That's what the kind of shit they're talking about. They, and the what what he just said about there's no private conversation on the entire earth. Like, the way that they communicate. That true. That's true, man. But, but th there's no amount of, like, if you had a $15,000 MPU radio that, like, SEAL Team 6 uses, that they say is so pre-encrypted, nobody can do it. That's horseshit. Because they talk through, I, they talk somehow, like, you know how we think about the speed of light? Yeah. They they communicate through, like, the quantum like I, I see, I'm, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too ignorant to even be speaking about it because I don't understand it. But they talk through time, like it. it I don't know. Anyway, guys, fuck this. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 my brain hurts. You guys need to go watch. We're this. about to get into quantum physics, you, right dude. Quick. I'm not fucking kidding you. It's crazy. So if you guys like that kind of shit, and if it's interesting, and if you got anything from that, go watch it for yourself. I'm telling you, it's it's crazy and. You know, the the longer that they, the, the more they deny it, the more it just makes me like, the more the government tries to suppress this and put a timeline on it, 
the more of a red flag it is for me. Like, why the fuck they care so much about it? Why are they threatening to kill people? Why have they killed so many well, people over Well, it? it's like, you know, the truth comes out eventually, you know what Dude, I mean? Dude, like that, so. but like that guy, like he had no reason to go embarrass himself for that. Yeah. Like that was some real life shit. And like, I believe him. He signed a, he signed a legal thing saying an affidavit like that happened. Yeah. You I can't just, just mean, do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you go to jail. No, I mean, I know. I think. I don't fucking know. But I don't know. Let's, let's move on. I, I got to get off some UFO shit. So, the IRS, <laughs> talking about whistleblowers, the IRS, they had a really good hearing, guys. If you guys saw it on C-SPAN or, uh, fucking you guys aren't watching C-SPAN, but any kind of YouTube news channel, the IRS has these two whistleblowers that came out now that literally have said the Biden family, like, actively and, and probably currently, is trying to cover up all their tracks about funneling money to Ukraine and all this shit's coming to light finally, dude. Like, and it's about fucking time because if Trump can like, like go to, I mean, if if he gets in trouble for going to the mall on Tuesday, the Bidens can get away with fucking murder, dude. Yeah, the, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's like we've all literally ever since the laptop came out, like we've all known all of this. Yes, like, you know what I mean. Like, that's when, if you were paying attention, yes, everyone was just like, oh, like, for a fact, they're corrupt as hell. Yes. Like, this is crazy, like, you know? But, like, now they actually have transcripts of Hunter being like, hey, don't be talking about the big man. Like, I've got money. Yeah. That's that, what I'm uh, saying. You know, one of those Chinese businessmen or whatever, yes. you know, that are also affiliated with the government and all that. Yeah, he was texting them, like, um... Uh, like I promise you that, like if you do not hold up your end of the deal, yeah, like I'm I will get tell you the big man. I, yeah, he's like I will tell my dad everything and like the full like, like yeah. You couldn't like, have like better pure, proof. Like pure extortion, like you know. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, this this is a fact that he said this. And the Democrats were like, no, nah, he was it was about he was buying him some, you know, like it's it's just crazy, like it's insane. Yeah, and then Trump, you know what I mean. Yeah, the documents thing. You can get literally any president that we have ever had ever. Yeah, on that. Yeah, and hey, uh, crazy thing, crazy theory I have here. You know, <laughs> every single president, whenever they serve, they literally will have a presidential library. Every single one we've ever had, and they declassify how, whatever the fuck they you, want. How do you how do you think they fill up these presidential libraries? With like do, they, with they take documents and stuff with them. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm the president. I can declassify anything I want. Yes. That's what that's the standard we've had for everyone else ever in the, like for our whole history. Oh, Obama did that because we respect them. We're like, hey, you know, you were the president. You could take whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're the you're the president, but it's like they they don't have that respect for him because they you know no. what I mean. They, he wasn't the president in their mind or whatever. They you know? hate they hate him. Yeah. So and, they want and, to burn his soul. They hate him. Oh yeah, they hate him. It's just funny, like like Parker's saying, like the evidence now is like I, I can't even believe they're having a hearing about it. Like, how many times do you guys need to see it? Like, it's yeah. a fact; it happened. Like, like at what point is the evidence enough to like <laughs> get, convict them and stuff? You know, dude, it's like literally like dude, okay, what the fuck now? Like, yeah, can we arrest him, dude? So, uh, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene from you know from Georgia. Did you see what she held up? Yeah, so she oh held my. up a bunch of posters that were from the Hunter Biden laptop. He's like fucking a bitch where, on there. Yeah, he's with a prostitute, and like all it had was like. <laughs> 
you know, all it had was like the bad stuff blurred out with like a black box or whatever. It like blurred out his tiny little. But I'm dick. saying the pictures, <laughs> the pictures are so funny, dude. Like they're hilarious, man. Oh my, dude, because he's cracked out of his fucking mind. Yeah, and it's just like you know, if you're an individual who has pictures like this on your laptop of it's prostitutes, fine. yeah, he could be this, in the White House. Fuck it's it. just like. Dude, it to act like everything's fine with this family, and and the thing that makes people so mad, and when I say people, I mean like most of America, whether you're on the left or right, if you like and love your okay, if you love your country and you like freedom at all, you're just like fuck this, dude. Like I don't care what you, are. I don't care if you vote for Trump or if you vote for Obama. It just you have to have a line in the sand to where you're like okay. Fuck these people, like yeah. this. I'm over this shit. But dude. hey, can I say something real quick? Say absolutely. All right, so you're on the podcast. I'm saying my attitude just toward politics in general over it is like I care about America, like actual America, like yeah. actual people, yes. like actual businesses, like not these I'm saying like any of these politicians, like I don't care about them like at all. No, fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like anytime you're voting, you're literally like, okay, like which one of these pieces of shit Shit. (laughs) is not going to burn the whole fucking thing that so many people have died for to the ground? Died for. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, that's how I look at it is that like you at the end of the day, you can't trust any of them. Like, you know what I mean? You can't trust any And it's anybody. like, people get so emboldened over all this. It's like, it's like, it, what was Obama your dad? No. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, was, uh, you know, like, is Trump your dad? It's like, you know, I love, I love Trump. I love, you know what I mean? I'm a conservative, but I'm saying it's like, yeah. he's not my dad. No. It's like, I can't be like, oh, trust me. Like, <laughs> he's a great guy. Like, you know what I mean? We don't fucking like, know I don't, him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. We like his policy and like, Maybe he's not the best like moral role model. Yeah, but I mean, he he's the he's the Parker's trying to say you got to choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah, it's like you have to. It's like I don't care about these, dude. It's like if you think about most of these politicians. Yeah, man, they they grew up in boarding schools. Their their parents yeah. bought them into Ivy League. Yeah. They've Harvard. never like these are people that have no clue as to how the actual world is like you know what i mean nothing and uh, like and like that's how i feel about it (laughs) it's a fact though it's just it's it's just like you know i'm gonna vote for this guy i hope the deep state you know doesn't buy his soul yeah yeah like what about all the sex trafficking shit that's coming to the surface now I mean, the sound I, of freedom. I, you I, guys should go see the movie Sound of Freedom. I'm actually I'm saying, really want to go see it. If you really want to know how I feel about it, what do you think? I feel like, man, like people are so, like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna deep dive into some into go some ahead. stuff here. You know? Yeah, yeah. Man, think about the cartel, right? Yeah. Think about how powerful the cartel is in oh, Mexico, owns, right? Owns people. I'm saying, how do they make their money? You know. Fear. They smuggle. I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying they smuggle stuff over the border. Yeah, because I'm saying literally whatever they have, whatever drug, whatever product, whatever the heck they have, they don't care what it is. Yeah, I'm saying it's worth twice as much at least over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
but I'm saying it's the same thing with that child trafficking stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm saying, do you think if you were the cartel, right? Yeah. I'm saying if you were the cartel and you were like, what is like, I'm the cartel. I have mm-hmm. infinite money. You know what I mean? You're literally Escobar sitting there. Like, you know what I mean? He buried money. He had so many. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, you're in the cartel. You have infinite money. How would I'm saying, would you attempt to buy out the government of, of that border? Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like Republicans are like, oh, hey, here's a million reasons why yeah. we should protect the border. You know what I mean? And the Democrats are like, oh, no, no, no. let's just leave it open. And it's like, they ha- what, what is their reason for just leaving it wide open? They're tied into it. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you're the cartel, do you, it's like, do you think the cartel doesn't have the money to like bribe powerful people over here? Dude, no, they have all the money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So in my opinion, dude, like all this child trafficking, all this sh- all this shit that comes across the border, man, yeah. there's people that get a cut. Like, there's people all that the turn a up. blind eye. All the way. Yeah, of course. All the way. And, like... That's what's scary. Like, but you it, don't know who is But bad. it's just, like... Uh, I'm saying, like, there is no country in the world that just is, like, oh, open borders, open season. Like, yeah. we don't give a crap who in the world yeah. comes here. No. You know what I mean? It's nothing personal. It's just, like, we're a country. Like, you have to know who's coming in. You have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there's a bunch of uh, Taliban about to cross the border, you know, I think we would want to know about that. Come on in. I mean? Here's an iPhone. Vote, it's nothing against blue. those. It's not like, oh, hey, like, I hate Canada or Mexico or whatever. It's just like, no, yeah. uh, if there's some people that are literal, we know they're terrorists or something. I don't, why would you not want to know that they're here? Fuck, dude, absolutely. And, like, what's sad is, like, in that movie, which I've been doing a lot of research on my own, like, the guy that did that, Mel Gibson, the guy that played in The Passion of the Christ, like they go into, you know how like there'll be a like a world crisis, like tsunami in Haiti or what, whatever shithole country. There'll be some crazy third world disasters. I'm trying to say they'll go in there and like when when stuff's chaotic and kids are like been lost, they'll like fucking snatch these kids and they'll be gone forever and they'll be locked in these rooms and get they'll get raped repeatedly dude, and like that's normal dude, for them. The these kids will get sold like no like, telling how many times. Like it's a car or something. Yeah. Like it's an animal. Yeah, that's how they treat dude, them. Like, it's it's literally slavery. Shit is shit it makes me yeah. sick. It makes my stomach turn, dude. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, watch your headphones. Parker's got you, you taking a leak or what? Yeah. Oh. Parker's got to go squeeze a lemon. I'm going to keep it rolling here, guys. So, so the next one that I was going to talk about, which Parker actually led into it, was the 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 DOJ, the Department of Justice, which, you know, fuck them. Like, they're not really the Department of Justice. Goes after the state of Texas and Governor Abbott for having a floating barrier in the Rio Grande to, like, and the best way I can describe it is I saw a picture of it. It's basically like... Uh, you know, like the no wake zones, or like if a, if a lake, like a public lake, has like an area, like with those floating buoys that are tied together with like a steel cable, like around, like a beach area to just designate that it's a safe place to go for a family or kids or whatever to swim, and boats are not allowed to cross it. Well, the state of Texas, and actually, you know, hats off to them, uh, cowboy hats off, I guess, is they've put these floating buoy systems into the Rio Grande to stop people 
from going either in whatever craft they're using, blow up floats, whatever. They're trying to swim the Rio Grande and get to Texas illegally. And so they're stopping that. And so the DOJ and all of their leftist woke wisdom is going after Governor Abbott and saying that this is a risk to public safety because, you know, there's a chance that they could enter the river and hit these buoy systems and drown. And you know what? A fucking course there is, dude. Like, how about don't try to cross illegally and risk yourself or, like, little kids or mothers or uh, young men or whatever you're trying to get over here. Uh, don't don't risk it and, and kill yourself in the process. So, of course, the DOJ, just like Parker mentioned, is going after these families. Uh, not families. The state of Texas that's trying to do uh, the little bit of, of, of what they can as a state to protect the border. And you know what? I, I think they should just flip a big old fat pink and red veiny American fuck you finger to the DOJ for just being Americans and protecting their land and protecting the people that live there that are American citizens. And, you know, hats off to the people, the, the men and women that do it legally, go through the channels, get jobs, pay taxes, vote, for for whoever side it's on, I don't really care. But as long as you're an American citizen and actually be a positive aspect to society, I say we welcome you with open arms. If you want to come over here and sling drugs and kill people and rape kids and traffic them and all that shit, fuck you, dude. Like, there's a special place in hell for you. And, uh, you know, just hats off to Texas for doing the little bit of, of what they did. But dude, I've got another store. So Parker's back. Welcome back. Appreciate it. His bla- his bladder has <laughs> now been relieved. Yeah, I, I feel better. <laughs> so so I think this this will be a good one to close on. Uh, let's see how long we've been going for here, guys. Yeah, no, we got a damn good episode for you rolling here. So this kid, I don't know exactly the age of him, Parker. I don't know his last name, and I'm not trying to slander by no means, but it's it's a really sad story. So this guy named Kobe, he was he was he's a guy born a, born a man, and is a man, but he was talked into this wokeism, this new ideology of of transitioning and the transgenderism. You should do like this. That. So this poor kid, dude, got talked into whatever group of, of fucked up doctors got a hold of his family. They they all signed off. This dude got castrated chemically, and it made it. I mean, he has he has no genitalia as a man anymore. And they That's gave so it. Sad. They, they it's so sad. And the saddest part is. They gave him all his hormones, and he he literally woke up one day, looked in the mirror, and saw saw a female. But he's like, he said, "Dude, I had a mental crisis, and now that I've gotten older, like this has made it worse." So he means like being older. Well, I I I think he's only like twenty something now. But this happened to him like when he was a teenager, like in the years that he needed like his his balls the most to be a you know to develop as a dude. So he he's. In his hindsight, and guys, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Like, think through this shit. If you have a friend that's going through issues, it's a mental thing. Like, try to get them in church. Try to get them in. Try to get them to your family. Like, save these people, dude. Like, reach out to these people if they're reaching out to you for help. Don't sit around and watch for them get sure. fucked up because their life will be fucked. But listen, don't, don't let them be all isolated, dude. Yeah, you know? man. You, you re- reach out to that guy that's quiet at school, man. I'm telling you, like, invite him to the lunch table, like, be his friend because you never fucking know. Anyway. This Kobe kid, he said, after all that, he thought he would. They they sold him the product in the hope of if you do all this, you'll feel like yourself. Well, he got to the end of this fucked up road, and he was like, "Guess what? I actually feel worse than when I started this." And he's actually retransitioned back to 
trying to be a guy again, like with whatever. I mean, obviously he looks like a guy still. He just doesn't have the sexuality, like unfortunately for him. But he said that his quote that I wanted to read, Parker, was uh, all it did was make my mental health worse and it turned me into a patient for life because now he has to take like male hormone stimulators because he can't produce testosterone naturally anymore. Yeah. So, That's so sad. unfortunately for him, it happened. And Kobe, if you, if for some act of God, you hear this podcast, dude, you're a freaking hero because you were led astray. You saw it. And maybe, you know, hopefully on this end of the mic, I hope you found Jesus and all this, but dude, you can be a spokesperson for these kids. Like you don't look at your life as a failure. Like you can use this and be successful and save people. Man, like what a message, dude. Yeah, like I just want to say, you know, like anyone that tries to tell you that you like that you're not like who you are, like you know what I mean? How do they know? But I'm saying like I just don't understand the mental process where you look at yeah. someone that you know is like a guy. Yeah. And you're like, no, nah, that's not who you are. Like, you know what I mean? I think I think they feed off of you know how like when kids are little, like five and six years old, they say stupid shit. Like they don't know, they're not developed enough to know. But I'm saying they they're don't. Just, they're just like, I I feel like a girl today. When they're just being a kid, being yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's like they don't know anything. <laughs> They don't. They, they don't. Can't. They don't actually know literally like anything. But their parents are going, "Oh God, I've read about this on the news. I've, I've heard this at my book group from all these other woke women." My, they're like, "Hey, you, you know, know what it is, man? They want to be in the trend. It's a trendy thing to do now." Yeah, it's like they look at it as like part of like the like culture. Like it's just what. But it, I'm what saying it it's like they they look at it as like it's like a it's like the gay thing or something. Yeah. Uh, like, you know like I, mean? I want to go to book club and say my kid transitioned and I backed him a hundred percent. Now I'm the new hit mom. But yeah, when you're just, actually fucking him over forever. But yeah, it's like I can't tell you how many times that like you know when I was younger, the way I was thinking about something was just like you're just a kid, not. Like, dude, I, you just don't know. Like, you know dude, I mean? one week when you're a kid, you dress up like a, a policeman. Yeah. The next week, you want to be an astronaut. You just fuck. Yeah. You're a fucking kid. When I was a little kid, I dressed up like Batman and tried to jump yeah. down the stairs because I thought I could fly. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, bye bye. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But dude, I'm saying I was a like, dumbass kid. Dude, you you're know? a kid, man. And like kids can be kids. And like when you're old enough to be thrown in jail for uh, or like puberty, like when you're like eight, I, what, what's the statute limitations in, and not statute limitations when you're old enough to have sex in, in Georgia legally, is it 16 or 17 now? Uh, I think it's 18. Seven. Right? And so I think in Tennessee, some of like, the age of consent, consent. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, statute limitations. I'm losing my fucking mind tonight. It's 18. All, all, this, all this UFO technology has got my brain scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, Unless you are old enough to move out and be on your own and make a decision that changes the course of your entire life, that's when you when you're an adult legally, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're a kid that's just trying to find his way in life, like if you've got a troubled home or you've got some trauma or whatever, well, like that's what they feed on. Yeah, like like kids kids have to have guidance you can't they don't know about life like you know what i mean if a kid says hey i want to run through the house with scissors in both hands you're going to say you should live your truth and you should run around and fucking kill yourself that's what they're saying pretty much 
Dude, they're that's what they're saying though. I know, but I'm, live your truth. You should you should cut your dick off. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like they say live your truth. It's not like live actual truth. If a kid told me, if a six year old kid comes up to me, like say I have a kid in the future, hopefully you know, knock on wood, hope Jesus is listening. We can have a kid one day. If he comes to me and it's it's you know seven o'clock, he's got school in the morning. He has got a gallon of ice cream. He says, I think I should stay up and watch Lord of the Rings for 10 hours tonight and eat a gallon of ice cream. I'm going to look at him and beat his fucking ass and tell him to go to bed. <laughs> Be like, you're an idiot. Like, you're go a fucking idiot. You have school tomorrow. I have to work tomorrow, <laughs> you stupid ass. Go to bed and give me that ice cream. I'm watching Lord of the Rings. No. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but instead, like, I know this is a crazy analogy, but they're just saying, like, you should affirm what they're saying and, like, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, man. I I think it's like they want to raise your kids in yeah. school. They don't want you to raise your kids. No, they want you to be uh, – Mr. Irwin, my old history teacher, used to say it's a French saying, and I've never forgot it in my whole life, laissez-faire, which yeah, sounds stupid with my – I know, I know my, what you mean. It means hands-off. Yeah. It means hand, it's a hands-off approach, which is it's really fucking stupid, dude. Like a parent should be in every aspect of that kid's life to make sure – the Bible says raise a kid up in the ways so when they get older they don't lose their their path yeah they and won't, I, they I won't just, depart I, from it i totally messed up that trans- translation it's, uh, but it's, you know what it, i was talking about yeah it's, it's 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 train a child up in the way that he should go and when he's old he, he won't, won't depart he from won't it. depart from it yeah that's okay parker's a uh freaking theologist i didn't even know but <laughs> we, no I, we I'm, both went to a christian school yeah i'm ashamed <laughs> I, I should have known but no I'm, no I'm, you knew it, it, it yeah I, I knew the principles you just of had it. the daniel translation yeah I, yeah which was the exact I've, I've got two beers in. Parker's got four twisted teas in. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm, t- I'm just telling you guys. I'm telling you, but like, if you take anything away from this episode of the BS Report, if you see a kid struggling, whether you're at a youth group at a church or you're a coach of a ball team, or if you're even a kid, like in your local high school, like if you see a kid struggling, even if you're not, like even if you're like us in the deep south, like you're in like a conservative Bible Belt of America, people struggle here too, man. We're not immune to to this crazy oh, yeah. shit going around. So, like, reach out to your fellow guy, your fellow man, your fellow girl. Reach out. Be that bridge of, of reality and rope them in, man. Don't let people fall to the wayside. Yeah, and something I want to say, say you it. know. You got it. Is that, like, if you truly, like, love someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you truly love someone, you're willing to tell them the truth. Like, you know what I mean? You have to. So it's like, you know, like if your kid like came up to you and was like being all like that. Yeah. It's like as a parent, how do you not realize that that by entertaining their nonsense that you're legitimately like hurting them? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You do not have their best interest. It's like if you had a kid who was like 16 and they still believe in Santa Claus, like would you not at some point be like, hey... Uh, Buddy the for your own sake, for not being looking like a complete dumbass in the sight of <laughs> yeah. anyone who has any sense. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because one day they wake up and there is no Santa Claus. Exactly. That's what you would tell them is like, hey, you know, if you really believe you're a girl or whatever, you know what I mean? One day, you can think I'm an idiot right now, but one yeah. day you're going to wake up and be like, you know, he was right. I'm actually a damn dude. And we are different. Mm-hmm. And men and women are But it's like, you know, it's like saying that men and women are different is some that that's like some political statement from me now. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like that is actually just 
yep. true. It's a fact. It's like if you say the sky is blue and the grass green and someone wants to argue with you, it's like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm right about this. Because <laughs> like, it's reality, I mean? yeah. Yeah. It's like if you love someone, you're willing to be real with Dude, them. I, I, it's I'll, like if I love you, I'll tell you if you have some shit in your teeth. Like if you got some crap you, in your teeth or you on better, your face. You better. You yeah, face. like if you have some shit on your face, <laughs> I'm not going to let you walk around your whole life with some shit on no, your face. No, yeah. Uh, it's you exa- yeah, it's exactly what he's saying. Like I'll tell you how fucked up it is. Like dudes at Transition, like there was a story. I don't even know where I found this at. It was probably on CNN or something, but... This guy transitioned to a girl, and his mom was so woke and drank the Kool-Aid of this crazy, like, psychotic lifestyle that... It's like a religion. It is like a religion. You know like, they, they fully believe this, like, with their soul. And yeah. That's what's sad. But, but I'm saying these people, I'm saying these same people are, like, not religious at all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they would look at somebody who believes in God like, oh, like, that's so foolish. But it's like, you believe mm-hmm. this own religion that takes so many steps of faith of just having to believe whatever crazy crap. Like, you know what that's I mean? That's it, yeah. It's like, and then you look at me like, I'm crazy. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I actually, all, everything I believe in is actually true. Dude, yeah. You know what so, I mean? So this guy transitioned, like, he like, had. I don't even know, I'm not going to get too graphic here, but... You know, they like holler out your dick. They turn it inside out. You got like a fake vagina. Well, guess they what? They have to cut you up. In, it's in like you. a reverse hot dog. Like they holler out it's your dick. It's a wound. It's a wound. That's what I'm saying. You're on the right track. So this guy, he like woke up like in, in his like, you know, because they do have clarity at some point. They're like, hey, I have an open wound in my fucking like where, where my, my dick, dick and should balls be. should be. Yeah. yeah. And like this doesn't feel good. Well, his mom or I'm saying his mom would make him shove this like prosthetic thing in there. To, Are you talking about that jazz? I am jazz to keep it open. Is yeah, that what you're talking about? yeah. So like the mom would come in and say, "You better shove that I saw up that. yourself, or yeah. I'm going to do it for you." Because the wound starts to heal. Because it's not supposed to be there. Because it's lit, dude. It's literally like a knife wound in their pelvic up area. Into you. Yeah, yeah. Why? So it's like the reason they have to do that is it because it closes. Yeah, your body it's starts healing. It's supposed to have a vagina there. It's a literal wound. Yeah, so that's nasty as fuck. Yeah, and I'm saying, dude, <laughs> how <laughs> nasty? But here, dude. here's something I'm, I'm here's something I'm saying. Yeah. So you know how anyone who's a doctor, yeah, anyone, you know, how can you tell somebody that's okay? But I'm saying, yeah, you know how they take that oath where they literally self harm. You can't let yeah, somebody harm themselves. They they literally cannot do. That. Something bad for you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you have a perfectly working dick, so, they can't mutilate it. So, I, here's what I'm saying. These doctors who, yeah. you know, you have to be smart to be a doctor. Nazi scientists. You're trying to tell me they all buy into this absolute bullshit? They're getting Or are you trying to tell me, yeah, they want the money because that those procedures are expensive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's horseshit. Yeah. And anybody who has a mind can can understand that. Like, you know what I mean? This is the kind of shit they did, like, back at ancient Rome, like, before they collapsed. They, like, they they were arguing over sexuality. They would fuck, they, hey, they would fuck kids, and that's where all this other crazy yeah. shit is going. That's yeah. where it's going, man. Yeah. They're going after kids. I'm seeing, did you see that video where it's, like, a parade, and they're like, we're coming for your children? Dude. I, like, that is no shit. I'm saying what's next it is. It hurts my brain. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying what's next is, you know, the pedophiles, 
the but dude here's where it all comes like i'm saying bro if you don't believe in god and you think you're literally just and it's like i feel bad for you if you believe like this but it's yeah. like if you believe you're literally just a random clump of cells that you know what i mean millions and millions of years ago there was some cosmic soup and you know you were a fish oh. and then you turned into a salamander and somehow yeah. over millions of years as a monkey and you're on your fifth life from a cow or something yeah i'm saying if you believe that like like that's just so sad it like you sad. know it's fucking sad like how could you go watch a sunrise and not realize that there's a, a Jesus. Dude, I'm saying when you think about how perfect all the conditions are here on earth for life, like if we're this many miles away from the sun, no, we, no. we freeze we, to death. If we're this if many we miles were, closer, we light on fire. Dude, it's like an inch. Like if we yeah. were an inch closer, we couldn't even live here. Yeah. Like I'll, who placed us that like that? Th- that's what I'm saying. That you, you cannot defy creation like no. through anything. And, and that's why I think that guys that spend out time and spend time in the outdoors that hunt, like uh, that's why a lot. I think that's why uh, naturally a lot of people that do enjoy outdoors, whether you're hiking or whether you are pursuing waterfowl, deer, turkey, whatever. If you do those, like most of the time, and the reason why that community gets along so well is because you kind of are lean more towards conservatism and being, you know, somewhat religious. Because like you literally can't enjoy those activities, and you you can't go out there and sit in a deer stand. From the morning to lunchtime, even just that short amount of time, and you cannot come back to the house and say there is no God, dude, because there you you cannot Man, deny like, it. it. Yeah, like if you go actually sit in like untouched wilderness, you cannot deny, and it. you see the whole entire like ecosystem at work that didn't just happen. That's what I'm saying, man. A meteor didn't hit Earth, and that just happened. And I'm saying if you like, if you look at the world and everything, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Man, there are so many animals that would tear us apart, Mm -hmm. like bears, you know what I mean, whatever else. I'm saying we are top of the food chain for one reason only, you know, because of our minds. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you think that your mind and everything within you is just a bunch of electrical signals. Yeah. Like, from your brain, it's like, that's crazy to me. Like It's sad, though. People think that way. It's sad. And, like, the whole thing, like, going back to the transgenderism and stuff like that yeah i'm saying it's like god created you i'm saying like you're a man because like that's what you're meant to be yes it's not it's like that's that's who and what you are unfortunately you can't be anything else yeah like the to think that you are powerful enough to actually be the other thing i'm saying it's actually insulting to to god yeah, I'm saying to both men and women. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, if you're a woman, you will never understand what it is to be a man in the world. Never. And me as a man, I won't understand what it's like to be a woman in the world. You can't. Because my, our brain, dude, every cell, every cell in your whole body yeah. has either the XY or the XX chromosomes. Every yeah. single last cell of your whole brain, of your whole everything. That's it. Everything to do with you. Yeah. It, it, like Cover to cover, done. But I'm saying, man, like, do you know what happens when you take someone who is a man, should be a man, you remove them of all the hormones that they're supposed to have, you pump them full of all the hormones they of kill themselves. a female. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's genuinely horribly unhealthy for it's, anyone. It's actually like, 
what Nazi would do to people. It's crazy, man. Experimentation, fuck you up. But I'm saying it's they. Bad. But I'm saying what kills me is that they act like we're crazy. Yeah. Like our side is crazy, and it's like we're actually like worried about these people. Yeah. It's like they're like, you oh can't. no, let them have the surgeries and do whatever the hell they want to do, yeah. and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody that loves you will be like, hey, you may want to do that, yeah, but that's awful for you because I know it is. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's like if I was trying yeah. to jump off a building, I would hope that you would be like, oh hey, that's a bad idea. I'm going to Grant Parker's like pants and be like, hey, get back here, motherfucker. You're but like, yeah, back here. It, but but I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying it's like I feel like a lot of these parents are more concerned with. Um, the look of it, the trendiness, yeah, the the, op- the optics of it. It's optics. It's yeah. like the optics of it and all that, and the social pressures outweigh how much they actually love their child. And that's sad, dude. That's what's sad, that's man. Fucked up, fucked up. It's like that kid is an accessory to them. Like you yeah, know what I mean? You can't, you can't. Yeah, it's like a dog in a bag, mm-hmm. like in a purse or something. You know what I mean? It's so fucked it, It's up. crazy, man. I, I, don't think, I don't think we arrived here by mistake, unfortunately. I think this has been going on a very, very long time, you know, through whatever. Like, we're the only country in the fucking world that allows Big Pharma to tell everybody that if their left arm hurts on a Tuesday, they got fucking testicular cancer, you should take these five pills. That's why I'm saying Big Pharma, the messaging... Slowly but surely eroding away the the principles of America. Dude. It's a fact. Okay, here's here's a big far random big pharma rant Let's that I have right quick. Yeah. Okay, so I'm saying We're gonna close with this guy. So you know, this is not <laughs> uh, you know, this is not child friendly, what I'm about to say. Oh, they they already know. Yeah, but I'm saying This okay, is an hour in, they're gone. I just wanna say the fact that marijuana is illegal is fucking stupid. Is absolute insanity. And you you wanna know why? Why? I wanna hear it. Because if you go to the doctor yep. and you tell them, Hey, you know, I can't focus on anything, what are they gonna give you? They're gonna give you the the ADHD medicine. Yeah, they're gonna give you Adderall, Adderall right? Yeah, which Adderall. is essentially and basically cocaine. What? You didn't know that about Adderall? No, I've never been on it. I don't know. I'm saying Adderall is literally like speed. Holy shit. Like, yeah. So that's why Cranston drove 13 hours. But I'm, but I'm saying if you're legitimately like an ADHD person, it helps for you. some reason, yeah, it actually really helps you. you wow. Know? But I'm saying if you're any normal person in the yeah. world, it literally is, is just like, it's like if you took like cocaine or something. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Okay. If you go to the doctor's. Okay, but I'm saying that stuff is like bad for you. Like, you know what I mean? If you it's take too much, you. you make your heart beat out of your chest. You know what oh, I mean? Oh shit! Yeah, it's wow. yeah, it's bad. But I'm saying they will prescribe to you whole bottles of it. Take it, you know, You're good. for the rest of your life. Holy you know? shit! Wow. Anyway, I'm saying if you go to the doctor, yeah, and you're like, I'm really anxious, like you know, like blah blah. blah. They give you a whole big old bottle of Xanax. You know? Oh, that's terrible. And that turns you into a literal zombie. You don't remember nothing. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a hard drug. Wow. That's addictive as hell that you get like horrible withdrawals if you don't keep taking it, you know? Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, if you tell them, oh, I have this chronic pain, you know what I mean? Have real bad back pain, blah, blah, blah. They'll give you opioids. Yeah. You know what I mean? For free. People die off of those, overdose on those all all the time. time. Mm -hmm. All the time. 
I'm saying all of that stuff that I just listed, yeah. 100% perfectly legal. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, now you take marijuana. What does it do? Oh, um, <laughs> I want to chill out, you know, watch a movie, eat some Cheetos. I got chronic uh, back pain. I got my back pain's pain. gone. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, you know, I have narcolepsy. Oh, I sleep like a baby every night. Yep. Yep. Um, I think better. I think clearer. Yeah. I'm more chill. I eat great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, and, and that's completely illegal, but it's like all these other things that will literally kill you. I'm yeah. saying there's not an amount of marijuana you can consume that will kill you. No. You literally can't. It's like you legitimately cannot. You might puke from greening out. But yeah. You'll be fine. I'm saying it might make you sick, but I'm saying there's no way you can't that you can die on it. There's like, you know what I mean? No, you can't. The problem is, though, what you're getting to is you can grow that in your backyard and have a little piece for yourself. Big Pharma gets no money from that. Yeah, but I'm saying the... Big Pharma is the only reason that that's illegal. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, of course it because, is. Because, man, all the sleep medications, all the pain medications, Would all disappear. the depression medications, all the everything else. Would be gone. Yeah. And it's just like why they don't release the fucking alien car. Yeah. Because they say we can't handle it. They make too much money on what we already have. They don't own the new thing. They want us on pills and buying crude oil. You know, yeah, like um, Pfizer, Pfizer, it's like yeah, like Pfizer or whatever. They're not a they're not a weed company or whatever. You know, no, yeah. So I'm gonna let you get. We're gonna end here. (laughs) We've gotten. I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was a great. This actually was a fun episode. Like they're they're all fun, but this one was extra fun because Parker made his debut back on the show. You guys expect this next week as well. We're gonna have some more stuff. Parker's gonna get some more sports going. Parker, take us away in an outro while I key up the Jason Aldean song. You want me to take us away? Take us away in an outro. Tell them where to, where to find us on social media and all that good stuff. You have to be following the Mojo Buck 80 Instagram. Part-time hunter. Yeah, part-time hunter Instagram. Daniel you, Daniel posts everything. And you too. Parker yeah. Putnam. If you, if you need a realtor... In the North Georgia, Chattanooga area, anywhere in the state of Tennessee, anywhere in the state of Georgia. He just closed one the other day. You just closed one the other day. Yep, went to a closing the other day. It was good. Absolutely, guys. It's kind of a crazy situation, honestly, but everything worked out good. (laughs) Everything worked out. Everything worked out. You guys need a realtor. Check out Part to Put Him on IG. As he mentioned, Part underscore Time Hunter on the IG is go get followed and shoot us a message, man. I love getting messages from you guys that. Uh, listen to the show. Let Parker know how how you liked this episode. Let us know if you want to hear something or uh, upcoming hey, news event. Go ahead. I was just wondering. Yeah. So, is there any way that you could release like a poll, maybe? Yeah, on IG to like the audience. Yes. So I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? We can maybe like have. What do you, what, what do you want to poll? Tell them and they'll hear. About I'm it. saying we could have like a couple topics or something and just see like what they what want people to are trying to listen to. You know what I mean? Or hear our opinion about or whatever. That's a really good idea. So if you guys want a poll where you can reach out to me and Parker and we'll literally see your responses. If you want to hear certain topics or if you want us to dive down more UFO shit or if you want to hear more sports or politics, whatever you guys want to hear. Let us know because you guys are the reason that we even do this. We have no sponsors, nothing. Just me and Parker in a garage full of dead animals and a Zoom recorder and some beers. It's it's just us. It's raw. It's real. It's the part-time Hunter Podcast, the BS Report, and you guys catch us on the next one. <laughs>